This is Donnie Tuttle, the Sell Anywhere trainer, coach, and practitioner. Welcome to the only podcast designed for the remote sales professional and the remote leader, helping you live with more joy, more freedom, and more productivity. We believe that your talent is not limited to your zip code and that you can build the life that you want while selling from anywhere. We are ready to roll, Sell Anywhere crowd, and I'm so glad that not only have you chosen to decide that your talent is not limited to your zip code, you've also chosen to hang out with me today, and you are going to be blessed because of it, because I have um, someone that I met recently who is a part of a group that I have been touting for at least the last 12 months. The group is called uh, Story Brand, or maybe I'm, I'm, the, the book is called Building a Story Brand. They've actually, there's a whole uh, group of people that have, um, have gathered around the purpose and, and, the, and the call to action that comes from that theory, and not just a theory, it's, it's so much more. Um, but I have brought on April Sunshine Hawkins uh, to the show. <laughs> welcome, uh, welcome to Sell Anywhere. Oh, thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to be speaking with you and to your amazing audience. Uh, yeah, and listen, I've, I've got to tell you, um, you are probably the first guest I've brought on that works from a, from a regular office, but I won't hold that against you. <laughs> well, I really appreciate that, and uh, I'm really glad um, that you'll let me continue on, even though we have like a permanent location that we usually are, but sometimes we are out and about and on the road as well, but typically we're, you can find us here in Nashville, Tennessee. Well, uh, yeah, and so Nashville, Tennessee, it's all of your other uniquenesses that uh, that make up for that so we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna get into that uh april tell us a little bit about yourself about um what you do and in in, in in where you're at your family and just kind of what um like if, if i were to take a a look into the life of april what would it look like oh my goodness well i love working for story brand it is a dream job and so that's what i spend my you know 48 hour work week doing but if you looked into the other areas of my life um i'm happily married to a wonderful man named brent and we love to go hiking um you know traveling eating of course um lots of delicious food um i also um, am a person who loves to, you know, just learn a lot of different skills. And so I've been a photographer and mm. a dance fitness instructor um, and a teacher in my past life. So, um, so you know, I, I feel like I get to use all of those um, different skill sets in, in what I'm doing now, which is really, really fun. All right. So I'm going to give you a couple of guesses, April, out of all of those career paths and, and hobbies you just listed, one of those is shared by me. <gasps> which, which one? I mean, could it be the dance fitness instructor, Donnie? Oh, gosh, I wish it was. <laughs> and I was hoping you'd say that. 
but no, it's not. That's the whole reason we're going to South America so I can learn how to dance. But yes, you got to unlock those hips, Donnie. So unlock them. In the future, yes, but that's not it. That's not it. <laughs> okay, photographer. That one I have a heart for, and I'm learning, oh. but not really. Yeah, I, I, nobody would pay me for it. I'm sure. Okay, so teacher. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I was an elementary school teacher. <gasps> me too. No what way. Grade? I taught. Well, I started with second grade. Me and too. No Don't. way. My second Don't. graders were horrible. I did horrible. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't believe that. I did. I did so horrible. But then, uh, and as a matter of fact, my kids got the lowest grades in the entire county. And if any of you are listening, I'm sorry. It is all my fault. <laughs> I own that. But when I came back and I taught uh, fourth and fifth grade for the next few years, um, I reversed course. It was at a different nice. school but my kids got the highest grades in the county. And for those, I say you're welcome. So second grade? <laughs> yeah, I did second grade for six years, and then I did first grade for my last year before I exited the school system and launched out with a photography business and working in um, the website and the social media world. Wow. Oh my yeah. goodness. So that's yeah. an, that is an odyssey. How did you land at StoryBrand? Because it's almost like, I feel like there's this, there's this, there's this communicator in you, mm -hmm. which you have to be as a teacher. Mm -hmm. And then you're saying, well, like, it's almost like you took that to imagery and maybe online stuff, like, how, mm -hmm. like, like the, the path to StoryBrand, how? Yeah. A great question. So I had learned about Donald Miller, who is our founder and CEO and the author of Building a Story Brand, the book. And I had learned about him because I took his Creating Your Life Plan course that he used to offer online. Mm. Um, and it was life-changing for my husband and myself. Um, you know, we were in a really interesting season of life. And, um, you know, when you're a teacher in the teaching field and you're not really sure if you want to keep doing that, you're kind of reevaluating everything. And so we did this Creating Your Life Plan course, and it was phenomenal. And then once I, you know, was connected with him, once he started StoryBrand, I started getting emails and started hearing the Building a StoryBrand podcast and said, well, goodness gracious, this makes so much sense. This seems to be the missing piece to the website and social media world that I'm in right now. I need to be able to clearly communicate what these businesses do online and the way to do that is through the power of a good story and so when they offered the very first copywriter training here in Nashville Tennessee that being story brand mm -hmm. um, I called in and I said hey you know I'm a teacher you know I I really want to be able to teach this to people do you have any plans of of you know teaching workshops or anything like that and Avery who answered the phone um, she said you know we do have plans to do that um, and the copywriter certification would be a great place to start so I packed up and came for the training in 2016 and then I just really connected with all of the people here and just loved what they were about and said 
hey, you know, I'm a teacher, you know, I just, I just stayed on message and, <laughs> and, and um, just kept trying to pour into the community and um, take my copywriting to the next level using what I had learned. And so eventually they let me apply and I became a private workshop facilitator and then a, a full-time job opened up in last August. So it's almost been a full year now. And, and that's, that's my journey to getting plugged into StoryBrand. Wow. I love it. That's uh, and I'm sure there's a lot of ups and downs in between there. Um, I, I got to know this April. Uh, were you born <laughs> with the brand or did you marry into the brand what? i was bo i was born with it your my... parents knew april sunshine <laughs> what i know my dad he the what his line is well i just wanted there to be more sunshine in the world so here you are <laughs> and so april sunshine hawkins that's Aww. my full name and um and i i love it now i did not love it in middle <laughs> school but you know i think everybody has things also <laughs> sorry so just so so i'm clear sunshine is your middle name that's right it's my middle name that is uh so cool so april sun and it's april sunshine too so like there's that's different than any other month you're exactly right yeah. and typically it's april showers but you know, they're, yeah. they're flipping the script on this They one. did. They went the opposite way on that. <laughs> I love it. So it's it just, it's so, so neat and unique that, um, I, I mean, obviously you're using this uh, now to your advantage um, because it should be. It's, it's our uniquenesses, right, that, that draw right. others to us. Absolutely. And I'm trying to live up to it. I mean, it's, it's a pretty big name to live up to. Um, but the way I like to look at it is the sun, you know, isn't an energy giving force. And so that I feel like is what my role and, you know, what I want to be doing with my life is running alongside people and helping them and provide them with energy along their way. Um, and, and that's just what I really feel like my life purpose is. And it's, it's pretty amazing because that's, you know, my name. So, here, so here we go. That's it. <laughs> that is so beautiful. All right. So speaking of that, I do want to get into uh, really into the story brand stuff, but yes. um, energy giving force. Tell me a little bit about fundedby.org. What is that? Yeah. Well, fundedby.org um, is a nonprofit that I started, and it actually started because of my photography business. So when I exited the teaching profession, I started a photography business not knowing anything about really photography except that I had picked up a friend's camera and, <laughs> and just you know they said well we love these pictures you have such an eye I was like well maybe I can make a business out of this and so I you know launched out on my own and and tried to figure this out and did a lot of online learning and went to a lot of photography conferences and learned from amazing people like Lori Nordstrom and Carl Kaler and you know while I was um, doing that, I was discovering what I liked about the business and what I didn't like. And what I loved was taking pictures of people and having those people 
having those pictures um, just fill their life with so much joy and capture a moment in their life that they want to hold on to forever. Um, but what I didn't like about the business was, of course, a lot of my photography clients were my friends and family, and you know I didn't like the selling process of photography, um, just because in order to make money you have to either charge a ton of money for sessions or a ton of money for printing or you know you have to make your money somehow, and the market was so saturated and so inundated, especially in the Dallas Fort Worth area where I lived. That I mean you could get somebody to take pictures for nothing. Um, and so, you know, I was just really battling that. And mm. so when I went to Kenya and I met the kids of Joy Divine, I said, oh my goodness, these are kids that I can help. Um, they are kids that live they lived on the streets, and when you live on the streets or in the slums, you aren't provided any kind of education, um, and a lot of times, you know, you don't have any family whatsoever. Maybe you've run away from home, or your parents are no longer living, or they're sick, and they can't take care of themselves, and so there are all these kids who are uneducated, and Joy Divine comes alongside them. They do a street feeding program, and then they meet these kids, and they try to help them come off the streets and provide them with education. And the man that does this, his name is Frederick Mora, and he's just dedicated his heart and soul to this, but he doesn't have a ton of supporters. And so I said, well, this is something that I can help with and something I can do. What skills and talents do I have that I can use for this? And so I said, well, why don't I just take the things I love about photography and mm. I'll keep keep shooting pictures, but then instead of making money, I'll just ask people to make a donation to this new nonprofit, fundedby.org, and then we'll fund projects for Joy Divine, you know, through photos or through dance parties or through haircuts or whatever anybody's talent that they wow. wanted to use, then they could use their talent, raise money, and we could give that money collectively. And so we've bought land for them, and they've actually moved out to this land where we're going to be building them a new home and eventually a school um, where they can house and educate more kids from the streets. Wow. That's amazing. You took something that you didn't necessarily like doing for your own revenue, but you turned it and, and created something entirely different. And I just, I just love like just even the idea of using your talent for the forces of good, and not evil. That's just, that is so powerful, April. Amazing. Well, thank you, Donnie. It is, you know, the thing that I've learned the most in doing this is that, you know, the power is um, with the people and people come alongside other people to help. And um, it's been truly a ble blessing to witness um, the little bitty things that people will do. I mean, we've had kids who have, you know, put up a lemonade stand and sold lemonade and cookies and raised 50 of their own dollars to give to this. And then we've had uh, even architect uh, in Fort Worth come alongside us and help us create visual plans of what the buildings will look like and whatnot. So everybody has 
contributed and been able to help plug in in whatever way they, they have to offer. And it's it's been beautiful to watch. That is powerful. And we're going to, of course, put a link for that in the show notes and definitely encourage uh, those who are, they, they feel like that uh, uh, if, if you're connected to uh, what I'm doing and in, 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 in what I'm putting out there, then the message of giving and actually using the gifts and talents that are inside of you uh, to do that should resonate. And uh, this is absolutely something you'll want to participate in. So um, that's so cool. So super cool. Thank you. Thank you, Donnie, for asking about it and for putting the message out there. That's, that's part of your gifting and, and the tools that you have. And so thank you for coming alongside and doing that. Love it. And, and when I'm a dance instructor, um, yes. Then we can we can use that. Absolutely, <laughs> I am in one hundred percent. I will meet you wherever you are in the world, Donnie. Yes. All right. So, April, uh, take it. Take us to. I, I really, uh, the, the, really the the idea in, in in one of the the. I mean, you're obviously you're an amazing speaker. You're a really cool person that does some really cool things, and um, we we do share some commonalities and things like uh, minimalism and other other, uh, you know, just life um, thrusts. But, um, but really, I feel like that one of the, the key places that um, those who are listening, and, and, and most of these people are those who are selling from non-traditional workspaces, mm-hmm. or leading from non-traditional spaces. So these are salespeople and leaders. And, um, but I feel like the message that you, um, that, that probably is almost just second nature to you as um, as someone who does all of the things you do at um, at StoryBrand, um, I, I just feel like that message is so valuable. And I was hoping that you could share a little bit of that with us um, as it pertains to influencers. And we're all influencers, but um, just leaders and in uh, in people in the world of sales. And I'm just going to turn it over to you and, and and let you run. Amazing. Well. Donald Miller, he started this company because he was having people come to him and they were struggling to explain what it is that they did clearly to people. And, you know, you know that that happens no matter where you are, um, whether that be um, you are in your home office or whether you're being represented online on your website or on your social media, or if you're at a networking event, um, you always get the question, you know, so Donnie, what is it that you do? What do you do? Um, Yeah. I mean, how many times do you hear that (laughs) um, in a given week, Donnie? I mean, you probably have to answer that question what, at least 20 or 30 times (laughs) um, when you're meeting new people. And so people were wanting to know, well, how do I use this power of story? Because Donald Miller, he um, is a New York Times bestselling author. And, you know, he was putting on these conferences and, um, you know, knew that they had incredible value and incredible impact in people's lives, but they weren't selling out. And he was just scratching his head going, we get this feedback 
back from the people who come to our conferences. They say it's the best thing they've ever done in their lives. It's 100% worth the money. We could charge way more. Why are we not filling the seats? And so he went away and he was supposed to be writing another book, but instead he was like, I'm going to come up with a way that we can sell our conferences out. I really want to sell them out um, because he's a very driven individual, much like I would assume many of your listeners are. And so he he went away to a cabin and he did research on stories. So he watched Star Wars and um, he'll also tell you he watched Bridget Jones Diary and <laughs> a lot of different movies to see how story really worked. And even though he's an author, and of course he knew a lot about story, he wanted to think, okay, well, what do all of these stories have in common? And so he identified these seven pieces of a story, and he decided to put together the, this seven-part story for these conferences and then, of course, you know what happens next, he started selling them out because people then understood, you know, what it is that they wanted in life. Um, and he got to make them the hero of the story. Mm. And he also talked about, you know, what problems were getting in the way of them getting what they want. And then he set up his conference as the guide and provided empathy and authority um, on the matter at hand. And then he provided a really clear plan of action. And then he called them directly to action and said, this is exactly what you've got to do in order to sign up for our conference. And then he painted the picture of what life was going to look like if they let their problems continue, we call that failure. And if they um, achieved, um, you know, and overcame their problem and won the day as the hero of the story, um, we call that success. What does life look like? You've got to paint that picture for them. So because he did that, then he you know, they started selling these workshops out and Tim Schuer, who's our COO, looked at, at Don and said, you know what? I think that this thing that you've done for our conference, other people need this. And, and Don was like, you think so? You think people would actually really like this? You think, you think that people need this? Um, and they were like, well, let's, let's see, let's find out. And so then their very first client, because they changed Don's Twitter bio, um, ended up being Pantene. <laughs> <laughs> and so, um, so it was a clear like, yes, people do need help with this. And that's when Don really started lining out all seven of those steps so that other people who have incredible products and services and nonprofits, they'll know how to clearly communicate the value very quickly. And with a, you know, sales team audience, my goodness, you know, what a tool to have in your tool belt as a salesperson to be able to clearly communicate with people, even on the fly when you're talking with them. All right. Okay. 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 I've got so many uh, little parts I want to, I want to 
um, just open up the toolbox and pull some of these tools out um, yes. with you. All right, talk to talk to us a little bit about the hero. Um, I, I literally was in a place last week uh, when I was in before we left Utah, and there was a sign in someone's business, and it and it portrayed, "Hey, let us be your hero." Mm. All right, and so that was that was what they were. That's what they were doing, but that's wrong. And can you, can you share with us a little bit about why, like who the hero is and why that registers uh, so much? Absolutely. Well, everybody wakes up every single day and they are the hero of their own story. And they are actually not looking for a Superman or a Batman to come save them. They want to be the person who rises up to the occasion and gets to win the day. And whenever you can position your character in your story, the people that you are serving as the hero, then whatever you are saying starts resonating with them. If if you do what a lot of businesses are doing, which is, you know, businesses are puffing up and they are pointing at themselves and they're flexing their muscles and they're saying, look at all the ways we're amazing. Look at how we can help you win the day. Well, that doesn't resonate with people. They look at them and go, well, that's nice that you're doing that, but I'm actually looking for a guide. I'm actually looking for somebody who's going to help me on this journey. And that's why we say you've got to position yourself, your brand, your products and services as the one who's going to be the Yoda in the story, the one that already knows how to use the force, how to use the lightsaber, and is going to actually teach the hero how to do it so they can do it for themselves and win the day. Oh my goodness. All right. Rant alert. Love it. Bring it <laughs> Rant on. alert. Bring uh, it on. You know, I mean, here here is the thing. Um, if if you look in the world of sales, April, or even even leadership management. Um, what we have is we have a bunch of people sounding the same. And, and I always feel like that when there is a sea of anyone that sounds the same, that, that they be, the, you, you pretty soon become unrecognizable, unnoticeable, and actually you get tuned out by, by everyone. And what you just now said, like let's just say you were serving me, you were, you were the business that wanted to serve me, you literally just enabled me to unlock the uniqueness right the superpowers that i have mm -hmm. with with you positioned as the guide but you allowed me to be different and not the same as all of the noise that's out there we we like this is in in think about all the leaders that sound the same think about all the sales you know when you get a sales call you know when it is and what do you do tune out mm -hmm. but you just you what you did was you actually you, like just like your parents did <laughs> you you flipped the script <laughs> and instead of saying you have to be like everyone else to be thought of as strong powerful and valuable you've actually flipped the script and said no like it's your you your uniquenesses your superpowers that actually make you valuable not not how much you're you're like everyone else and um i i just if you guys, if you, if you don't hear anything else from the podcast, I want you to go back and listen to what April said a little while ago. We are the hero of our own day, period. Mm -hmm. 
That's how we as humans digest information. We do. So I, 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 love, um, I love that. There's a, um, there's a saying in, in StoryBrand, and I was hoping you could, you could explain it a little bit, uh, because a lot, a lot of everyone, that's, we're all building our own brand, whether we realize it or not, or mm-hmm. at least we should be. Mm-hmm. And um, the phrase is, if you confuse, you lose. I love this phrase. What, Do you what love is that? This Why phrase? is it? Yeah, hit me with it. What is that about? Come on. Yeah, if you confuse, you'll lose. So think about it. If you are talking with somebody and you've probably, you know, met somebody at a um, cocktail party and you said, well, so Susie, what is it that you do? And if she starts out the conversation and says, well, it's a little complicated, well, then you've stopped listening to Susie. Susie is no longer um, relevant to you (laughs) because, because now you are having to do so much mental work to keep up with her and to really understand what it is that she does. And we don't have time for that. We are busy. We have so many things being thrown at us in our lives. If we hear that something's complicated and it's not really that important in our life, guess what? We're going to do what you just talked about earlier. We're going to tune out. And so if you confuse, you'll lose. That's exactly what that is all about. If you can clearly communicate to people very efficiently and quickly, then they don't have to burn any calories in order to understand what you do. And they'll file you correctly in the right part of their brain. Because everybody is filing you Mm. in their brain under the problem that you solve. Because you are I mean, we're all walking around and we're trying to survive and thrive in life. And so I'm going to remember that if I need help with a certain thing, then I'm going to flip through my file in my brain and go, who is it that can help me with this? You know, if I spring a leak in my, you know, shower and need a plumber, I'm going to flip through all of the people that I've met that I think that I can know and trust. And then I'm going to call one of them. And that's why you've got to be able to clearly communicate in just a few sentences what you do so that you don't confuse people. Mm. So, all right, I'm going back to my teacher days. Yes. April, you can probably remember this. Um, Do you remember um, homework was a thing? And you know, I, I do remember homework. <laughs> I do. <laughs> and I like to do it. Like I remember even going back to before I was a teacher to when I was a kid. And I, I remember when it was a hot day and we were going to go play some sports or whatever. Um, and, and we would get homework. I remember actually, if I could leave my books at school, if I could actually just write it down on a piece of paper, fold that piece of paper up and put it in my pocket that was something I was likely to remember and do. Mm. And I always, I always feel like that it's our job when we're communicating what we do to make it something they can fold up and put in their pocket. People are only going to hold so much information. Make sure it's the right stuff, right? 
Absolutely, absolutely. And I think that we talked about this the day that um, you and I met, but every piece of information that you're handing people, you want to think about it like it's a bowling ball. Oh, yes, yes. Um, And so, yeah, you know, it's similar to what you've just said. You want them to be able to fold up what you do and put it in their pocket so it's not too heavy to carry around. And so we say, you know, just just remember, every piece of information that you're handing is like a eight-pound bowling ball. <laughs> and so, you know, the first thing that you say about what you do, people can hold on to that. The second thing that you say about what you do, all right, well, people have two hands. They can probably handle that. But then the instant that you hand that third bowling ball, it gets a little iffy. And especially if you are saying anything that's inside language that they would not really Mm. know or understand, Mm. that is like taking that third bowling ball and smearing it in Vaseline and handing it to them. (laughs) And now they've got very, very, very slippery bowling balls. And of course, what are they going to do? Yeah, Yeah, they're going to drop it, right? Something's going to, yeah, something's falling. I I love that. Um, And I I believe that, um, I believe Donald goes through it in his book. And and if not, it may have been something else I've read. And I'm just kind of combining it in my brain. But there's the, the, um, the idea that we all suffer from sometimes knowing too much. Mm -hmm. The curse of knowledge. Yeah, the curse of knowledge. Yeah. What is that? Absolutely. Well, the curse of knowledge is you you know everything about your business. You know when it started. You know if your grandfather started it. You know all the decisions that you make every day. You know what products you offered before and what products you offer now. You know how much everything costs. You know how much money you're making. You, you know all of the pieces and aspects. Well, people who you're just walking up to and meeting They don't know anything about your business and they don't need to know half of what you know, right? They just need to know the facts. Mm. But what happens with business leaders and salespeople is that we we just chop off, you know, about 60% of what we know about the business and then we think, okay, well, we need to hand at least this other 40% to them. We they, They're going to at least need to know all of this because it's really important because our business is really important and this is what they need to know in order for them to feel comfortable with um, making the purchase um, and doing business with us. But that is not the case. Um, What we say at StoryBrands, you really need to whittle it on down to about that 10 to 20% mark. Mm. because, Because when you have the curse of knowledge, it's just like the bowling balls. If I chop off only 40% and then try to hand all of that to people, that's still way too much Mm. information to carry around at the same time. And so you've got to just drill it down even further, make it super clear. And that's the beauty of the story brand framework and actually going through the seven pieces and creating a story that people will connect with, understand, resonate with, and it doesn't clog it up with a bunch of details that they don't need to know. That is awesome. So powerful. Um, 
Gosh, there are so many things that um, I wish we could talk for several hours, but yes. out of, uh, I don't, I don't want to have to pay your fee, so <laughs> I'm going to keep it limited. Um, I, I really want to dig in, um, in terms of, of sales people, right? People who are out there, um, they have to have a message that mm -hmm. is crafted. And, and um, first off, I'd love to um, hear some input, and, and I know there are a couple of different places it comes into play. It could be the website, Mm -hmm. Or it could be in that introduction, like, well, what do you do? Mm -hmm. and, and, and what happens next? Can you give us maybe some instruction on, um, you know, how to whittle it down into what is the most powerful thing that you can say concisely that other people will be able to carry around in their brain and file it correctly? Yeah, great question. Well, we have a lot of great one-liner resources that are available. Available, and one of them is our staff confusion fix it kit, and that is it's basically helping you create the one liner mm -hmm. um, where everybody on your team, even if you're a team of one, you're still going to need a one liner. But if you are a team of more than one, you need everybody to be saying the same thing. And so we created something called the staff confusion fix it kit. So that you would be able to work on actually drilling this down together and it leads you through the three great parts of a one-liner um, that is problem oh, hold that thought we're, oh. gonna t we're well we're gonna take a very very brief uh, message break and okay. then when we come back you're gonna share uh, parts two and three maybe even review part one perfect perfect if you are looking to perfect the art and science of selling anywhere, I've got something for you. It's at thesalesclassroom.com. And when you go to thesalesclassroom.com, you're going to find the Sell Anywhere Classroom. Now, we have a free portion of that for you, which is the Sell at Home Survival Kit. And that is six video sessions and the ultimate guide and checklists of things that you need when you're selling from anywhere, that is absolutely free. And if you wanna engage with us on a deeper level, you can go over there right now and take a look at thesalesclassroom.com. It has all the best stuff from this podcast and from my life practices in selling from anywhere. We'll see you there at thesalesclassroom.com. So April, we are, we are back, and I'm wondering if you could actually share with us in that three-step process for the ultimate one-liner. Absolutely. So a one-liner has three parts to it. It has problem, solution, and success. The reason you need the problem is because you need to say something to where people go, oh, that's a problem I'm actually maybe having, or maybe I know somebody who has that problem, and I'm going to file you in my brain in case I need help with that right now or later. So you've got to make sure to define something that most of your heroes of your story are experiencing. Then 
that second piece is solution. So this is what exactly you offer. Um, you know, whether that be a, um, a financial service or whether that be, um, a, you know, medical device or, um, you know, an amazing swimming lesson. Um, there, there is something that you are offering that will help them overcome that problem. So you've got to include that in there. So you, you paint a little picture for them. And then you've got to tell them what life is going to look like if they overcome that problem so that they get a little picture of, oh, man, that sounds really amazing. That is exactly what I'm looking for. I'm going to lean in more and find out about this story. And I want to hear more about this. Okay. So I, I got it. This is, this is really good. This is like taking the complex in making it simple and digestible. And April, I'll put you on the spot here. Yeah. What is your one line or you meet me in a place and you think you <laughs> might be able to, to help me out. And in, in what is your one, two, three punch for the, for the one liner? What does it sound like? That's right. Well, Donnie, most business leaders, they have a lot of trouble explaining exactly what it is that they do. So at StoryBrand, we've created a seven-part framework so that they can create a clear story that will resonate with their customers and so that their business can start growing again. Boom! <laughs> April, here, here, it's so funny. I, so I, I interview and I talk to people and I say, so you know, give me your, give me your one-liner. And they say, oh, well, I don't, I don't believe in that. I have to ask questions first. But it sure. is appropriate, right, to share this before you ask questions, isn't it? Absolutely. If somebody just asks right away what it is you do, you can you can give the one-liner that is something that you know resonates with the people that you talk with. Um, you know, the people that want to ask questions, it's so that they can then tailor the one-liner um, to whoever they're talking with. So that if somebody says, the problem that they're experiencing, then that person can include that as the lead, you know, in their one-liner. I love it. That is so, so, so powerful. And I know that there's some online resources people can use, especially if they have uh, purchased the book that, uh, that walks them through some of this as well. Uh, I just want to ask you one more question. And, yes. uh, and then we're, we're going we're gonna, to, but this is, a, it's a meaty one though. Um, and it's only because there is a disease out there, April, and the disease is, uh, I'll call it spray than pray. People have permission <laughs> breath, and, and they show up and throw up. And what happens is we, we, we is in the world of sales or in, in all kinds of organizations, we take the marketing material that we're given, and we show up in front of our clients, and we just spew all of this information on people mm -hmm. in, in, in story cells, but they're not really wanting to know about, you know, your dog Rusty getting hit by a car kind of story. Can, mm -hmm. you, can, can you concisely maybe deal a little bit with, with the disease of spray and pray, and then, and then maybe give some suggestion of how story might work its way into uh, a sales presentation? 
Yeah, great question. I mean, spray and pray is definitely um, one of those things that is difficult to overcome as a salesperson just because you have to talk to so many individuals. Um, but at StoryBrand, you know, we're constantly using the seven part framework, even over the phone. So we do a lot of listening on the front end, of course, as most salespeople do. Um, and we listen, what is it that our customer is telling us that they want? And what is the problem that's getting them getting in the way of them doing that? And then how can we set StoryBrand up as the authority on the matter and provide empathy to how they're feeling about the problem? And then how do we give them a really simple plan that they can see, oh, that's easy. That's not difficult or complicated. I can do that. I can follow those easy steps. And then we tell them exactly what it is that they need to do do and call them to action and then we paint what life can look like for them um, with if their problem continues failure or if it will be solved we'll paint what life will look like for them if they have a clarified message so it would be the same for anybody selling anything you've got to listen and then decide well what is it that they have said that they want and what's the problem and how are we the guide what's our plan? What's our call to action? What does failure and success look like? April. Oh, yes. That's so powerful. <laughs> and I hope and, 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 and so good. Such good, 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 good stuff there. Um, I just want to say thank you. You have absolutely been an energy life-giving force today <laughs> on the Sell Anywhere podcast. And um, is, is there any last uh, words of of knowledge, wisdom, or just encouragement that you'd have for our audience. And, um, and if, if you have that, great. And then after that, if you could just tell us how we can get in touch with you, how people can connect with, with you, that would be awesome. Yeah, absolutely. Well, parting wisdom and words is, you know, just be a listener and love the people around you. Um, you know, that, that is definitely a, a salesperson um, tool and sword. And um, the best thing that you can do is just uh, coming alongside people and, and helping them with their dreams. Um, mm. And, and then um, in order to get in touch with me, um, you can just email me at april at storybrand.com. Um, and then, of course, you can connect with us on StoryBrand. We have the Building a StoryBrand podcast, which is incredible and amazing. Um, and yes. then um, yes. that, yeah, yeah, totally. That is so cool. And, and listen, if you are looking for a dynamic speaker, who knows her stuff, who's going to light up your, uh, your audience. This is your lady too, or if not her, she can <laughs> connect you with someone who would be. So um, April Sunshine Hawkins, thank you so much. Thanks for having me, Donnie. It's been a pleasure. You rock. Thank you, my friend, for joining us on the Sell Anywhere podcast, where if you can sell anywhere, you can sell everywhere. And your talent is not limited to your zip code. I want to tell you right now, just go into the show notes or go to 
thesalesclassroom.com and you're going to find more. You're going to get that free home selling survival kit that we told you about as well as other ways to interact directly with me, your host, Donnie Tuttle. And if you just want to drop me a line, tell me that you like something or suggest someone for the show, find me on DonnieTuttle.com or go to my LinkedIn. I do a lot of stuff on LinkedIn. So great hanging with you and we will catch you on the flip side.